Welcome my friends to another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 27. In this episode uh, I chat to Pat and she tells me what she's been up to and what she's thinking of doing over the next week or so. It's another uh, smorgasbord of West End activity and uh, trips outside the West End. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, as I've mentioned before, please get in touch. We really would love to hear your questions so that we can answer them. Uh, Anything that happens to pop into your mind about the West End or about me and Pat, just send us a line either by email jim at glasgowestend.co.uk or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk or pat on the Twitter, which is at Glasgow's West End. I'm currently sitting in her living room and we recorded the podcast last night, sitting in the same seat. That's still our bed. Anyway, let's, uh, let's listen to what she said she's been up to. Okay, Mrs. Byrne. Hello, Mr. Byrne. In this latest episode of What's Pat Been Up To? Uh, another wee change to our format. I'm going to start uh, this episode with an interesting West End fact. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and in honour of uh, England's victory in the football tonight in the World Cup, I'm going to start with this fact, which is the first official international football match was played at the West of Scotland Cricket Club in Partick in 1872, and it was between Scotland and England. Did there you, you go. Did you know that? I'm sure you probably heard that before. I've maybe heard it at some point or another and then forgotten all about it, but that's... Yep, it's lovely down there at that um, Cricket Club. Partick, Partick Hill is very nice. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Okay, so you've certainly been, we're, we're a day late with her, what's Pat been up to? Mm-hmm. This is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You played July. down there once? I did actually, I played a gig in there many years yeah. ago, it was Bruce's birthday. Yeah, it was Bruce's birthday and um, something that sticks in my mind from that is you hardly ever, ever play any covers, but remember that night you played Brown Eyed Girl? Oh, right. Van Morrison. Okay. Right, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that went down well. Yeah, but it's popular song. Okay, the, you've certainly been up to it a lot, Pat, so I don't know if we'll cover it all, but uh, looking at what I've got here, which I can't really read, but uh, something about your writing class in the doublet. Yeah, that was my last night for the writing class for a wee while. That was the end of that right. um, particular um, set, of, set of classes at the university. So we went to the doublet afterwards for, for a drink in Park Road. It's a smashing wee pub. It's, it's one of the pubs that's never, ever really gentrified or anything. It's, you can get a cup of tea in it as well. Right, I don't think I've been in it that often. I mean, if I've been in it at all, I've probably only been in it once. I sometimes see people in it that you know, you know, I mean, see Julie. 
Julie Henry. Oh right, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But anyway, it was it was good. I was glad that I managed to go because Samina is going to Pakistan for quite a few weeks for about a month, I think. So I won't see her for a wee while. That's Samina from the Ten Writers Ten Lives. Yeah, also in the Georgia. class. Yeah. Okay. What, what's the name of that class again that you go to? Well, it changes each time. Um, some, although it doesn't, <laughs> what we do doesn't change all that much. It's um, the Centre for Open Studies, University of Glasgow. It's um, Alan McMoneagle's class, and um, sometimes it's about writing short stories or, um, you know, some aspect of writing, but we, it tends to have the same format, and we everybody gets a chance to hand in their work, mm-hmm. and it's a good, good, good opportunity to have your work critiqued, so and then you criticise other people's right, work. Right, so it's a class for people who are either writers or aspiring writers. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who want to mm-hmm. stay plugged into yeah. the discipline, yeah. get a bit of advice. That's good. It's. it's, it's very good. There will be another one coming up in the summer for about a few weeks break. Okay. And Gurukh Open Pool. Tell me about that. What's, yeah. What was that about? No, um, I don't know. <laughs> no. no, because the weather's been so good um, and Ryan, my grandson, and his friend were coming to see for a few days then, you know, trying to think something to do with them that, you know, they would enjoy. I mean, they're 14. It's kind of tricky um, trying to keep up with them and think what to do. But I'd never been over to that pool in Gurok, So I, I thought that it would be quite nice to go over there. And it was great. It's really lovely. It's absolutely lovely. Yeah, well, while you were in the pool, I had a wee wonder about just take some photographs and things. So mm-hmm. it was a really nice day. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the hot weather, but the uh, time we went, probably had an hour of really nice, yeah. kind of not too hot. <laughs> I didn't go Pleasant. in. I mean, I went all prepared to go in um, with my costume and everything, but we had to stand for quite a long time outside waiting to get in because they don't let it get too busy. So you have to actually wait till some people go out. When people go out, other people can get in. They keep the number down, which really is a good idea. Because I had stood for so long, my leg was sore. I have got this bother with this hip these days. So my leg was so sore and I thought I didn't really fancy swimming. So I just, um, it's lovely looking now over to Dunoon and it really isn't down the, the Clyde. Yeah, it's a nice wee place. Well, strangely enough, I've seen some houses for sale when I was wandering up and down that promenade. So Were cool. you thinking of buying a house over there too? No, I wasn't. I was just, I was just uh, ruminating on the idea of whether it's worth buying these things for, you know, visitors and stuff, tourism. Letting them out. Wasn't actually thinking of buying them, it just went through my head as I've seen there's so many of them. But at the same time, I was thinking, well, maybe that's not the case, maybe they're selling them because that just isn't the, Maybe that business isn't there, I don't know. I don't know that Gurek's the, I mean, holiday attraction no. as such. No. Although, actually, there were a lot. I mean, I can't tell you how many photographs I took of families 
because I was sitting up there where I was sitting was really particularly nice and um, there were French people, I think there were Dutch people, the, um, and so they were there and I heard Americans, so mm. I was taking family snaps. Yeah, it's a nice place, quite a kind of Victorian architecture to it. Yeah, you get some good photos too. Apart you? from the pool itself, which is a strange kind of modernist look. Straight lines and white walls. Mm-hmm. That would just look nice. Yeah, and I think they've done a good job. So and then the, the next day, um, you know, the boys like to play football all the time, but it was so hot. Anyway, I thought, I don't want to go another big trek somewhere. So we just went along to Botanics, and you wanted to watch Formula One anyway. Again, yeah. So, um... We just got the bus along to the Botanics, and what happened was the road march along there, so the bus stop had been moved, so instead of going in the main entrance, we went in the side entrance. And so we passed by the old underground station. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was showing that to the boys. I mean, it's... it's you know, I, I know there was all the hoo-ha and they wanted to make it into a... Um, a nightclub or something, but it would be, be um, and there's a lot of objections to that. But it would be quite nice if that was opened up for, for something. Yeah, I mean it's it's a peculiar wee place. It's like a tunnel. That, I mean, I don't know what people. I, I know that people do go in there. I don't know. Well, if it's the, the the graffiti there, the, there's stuff up on it about it on YouTube, and so the graffiti artists have been there big time oh, right, okay. and I was thinking that could actually be a pretty interesting underground gallery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a strange place. It's part of local history. I'd forgotten about it actually because you never really um, walk past that way. We usually walk up around more by the kibble and the yeah. orchids um, gardens. No, I've seen that. Okay, so... so that was what else? Uh... The other thing uh, um, that Mary Irving came up to see me this week, um, Mary, I've spoken about Mary before, she blogs on the site and she's a big fan of town writers telling lies. She's been to loads of gigs. She's actually brilliant. She does so much for the writing community down in Western Bartonshire and Helensborough. So, um, she was telling me that um, she's been approached to ask if she would write on, I think it's a it's a website, but it's quite a wide-reaching sort of writer's you know, cover writing, so she's going to review 10 writers telling lies. That's going to be her first right, project. Okay. Good. So I'm happy <laughs> about that. Yeah, which we are in some sense near the end of. We've been doing it for nearly two years. I think it's like, um, yeah, it's two years. So we're thinking of something new which we'll tell people about in time. Some good yeah. ideas, some interesting ideas, exciting stuff. Well, you were uh, at Botanics, actually. I was trying to fix the leaky tap. Only discovered that somebody stole all my tools. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> which I wasn't happy about. Uh, because most of them were, were my dad's. When he passed away, I got his... That's the thing I wanted was these tools, so I had them stored in the... so upsetting. And the, uh, 
in his storeroom down in the, the basement. But somebody's away with them. Could have fixed it, you've still got a leaky tap, I'm afraid. Anyway. No, no, that was rotten. Something about your caterpillars on the balcony. Oh, for goodness sake. I've, I never... I mean, I've been out in the balcony a lot because it's been so hot. It's, it's a godsend having the balcony and it look, it's looking good. Everything's coming out. But I nearly died. I just absolutely in, invasion of caterpillars. I mean, really... I must have, there must have been about a hundred. And I'm sure they were on the nasturtium plants. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I always have nasturtiums every year and I had planted them and I'd planted the seeds, but probably because, they were, you know, like March and everything was so wet and cold and everything, that they didn't come. So I had no nasturtiums. So actually it's ordered some I sent away for them and the caterpillars must have already been on those wee plants They came as live plants in the post? Yeah, right. yeah because I've never had I mean I'm very very happy you know, try and encourage the, the bees and I'm very very happy when I see a bee but I mean I hardly ever would Get see pests. an insect yeah. on the, the balcony and then I couldn't believe it. You have, I mean, they ate so much. So I'm, I'm still sort of going out and looking for them. But you seem to have uh, got on top of it. Well, we hope they've gone. Plenty of flowers out there anyway. Yeah. So what else have you been up to? Well, we went to your uncle's funeral this morning. We did, I. Uh, and down in Knightswood. You met quite a lot of your your family. It's that sad, there seem to be quite a lot of deaths in your family recently. Yeah, at the moment, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was only a fortnight ago that we went to Maggots. Your Aunt Margaret's. Yeah, yeah. That was Edward. Yeah. Yep, it's just the uh, I suppose they're getting old and that's that's the thing. But I had the homeopathic hospital um, appointment on the way back. I went there. So I got my knee injected again with the red ants. It definitely worked the last time. Red ants? It's, well, it's something from red ants. Mm-hmm. It's, I got ten injections in my knee. Right, okay. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, it worked the last time. Right. It definitely worked because remember I kept complaining about my knee and you kept yeah. leaning on it and I kept going out and then um, it was a, a lot better. My hip's still sore right enough. Can I inject your hip with the red ants now? I think it's, I think it'd be too, too um, sort of large an area, you know. <laughs> I don't really want my hip in it. Injected somehow or another. I don't think it. I mean, it's when your your knee is just to be sort of round bit, and that's where it's sore. And I can tell where it's sore. With my my hip is sore, kind of right all the way up and round the back and everything. Does he know about your hip? Yeah, yeah, it's about my hip. Right. There's no dead end Well, we just had that same discussion now that we had. <laughs> 
what was that? <laughs> I mean, this discussion I've had with you, I had the same discussion with him. Because he said, you know, what did I think about the injections? And I said, I think it's... It's helped. That, that has helped many... Whether yeah. or not it was suit for the hip, I do not know. Right, but you never, you never discussed your hip. Yeah, 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 yeah. The discussion that we have had a second ago about me seeing... This All is right, so you discussed whether it would be useful to get him. the red ants yeah, yeah, yeah. in the hip, and he said no. No, basically. he didn't say no. He said he might sort of think about it. Think about anyway. it, right, OK. Mm-hmm. OK. So. So I don't really feel as if... Uh, I mean, we've watched a lot of this World Cup, including the game tonight with England and Colombia, where they, all they seem to do was butt each other and fall about. And yeah, it was honestly, about again. I'm fed up with... I mean, I enjoy the football, but I do get fed up whenever they get into that extra time and then the blinking penalties. Yeah. Oh, I've got to say about that England. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I'm glad they won because... Columbia were particularly They deserve brutal. to win the match and uh, I'm happy for them. It's hard for I don't know who'll win. I was hoping Mexico would win so that um, Trump would be absolutely furious. Oh, why? That's right, of course. But I think I've got support France because Ryan's support in France. France are looking good. Mm-hmm. I've been in the doldrums for a while. Mm. So do well. And Japan did very, very well. Yeah, I mean, they were brilliant. Um, were just too big for them. They've got a lot of great players as well. But they were just like the giants. But it's, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, you get so used to it, then when it finishes, it's going to be strange. You'll need to plan a holiday or something. Yeah. I need a break. Okay, well, what do you think that you want to do? <laughs> so there's, I mean, I've, 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 I've still, I've got quite a lot on. It seems as if you're, there's always stuff that you're doing that you're, there's sort of stuff ahead. Tomorrow I'm meeting, um, again, McCray Burnett for the, to interview for the podcast. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I, I've interviewed him before, you know, for the website as one of Glasgow writers. So it's really, it's really, really interesting. And um, so I'm reading this new book just now. I won't have finished it, um, but I like I like the way he writes. You know, it's, it's, and I like the, the sort of characters are, are very vivid. And his first book was a... Huge success, wasn't it? Was it no, no. The first book, the first book was quite successful. That was um, the what was it? Something about Adele Bedol. All right. So was um, his second book. The, the, the disappearance of Adele Bedol. Right. That was his first book, right, okay. and I, I really, really liked that. It was a very unusual. Um, I mean, it's like it was like a sort of detective, but I mean, it was in France, but it's not like your usual formulaic detective right. stories or anything. Um, and um, you know it's it's quite literary. You know, it's, it, I enjoyed it. And then his second one was the one that was the big big um, success, and he was up for the Man Booker. Right. And that was the his bloody project. Right, it was okay. called. 
that was completely different. That was a kind of historical um, book and from a, a young person's sort of point, point of view. Um, I actually have still to finish that because I started finish reading it and read quite a lot of it, but I kind of wanted... Um, now, I usually read in bed and then I fall asleep and then I wake up and then I read a bit more. And it's not that kind of a book. It's a book you want to kind of set and really savour. Yeah. You know, because it's um, it's quite... You, you need to concentrate a bit on it. But it's a very good, it's a very good story. So I'm still to go back to that. So I'm reading this one now and um, it's got some of the... Oh, it seems that main, main character is in the first one and it's again set in France with um, Georges Gorski. Okay. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. So I'll, I'll, see, I'll see Cream um, tomorrow if I we, we play there. I'm also okay. hoping to pop in. There's a new exhibition at the Thistle Gallery. Right. So um, I want to get in and see that the box is that? it's um, it's a whole lot of different it's not one particular it's a whole lot of different it's called um, New Looking New Horizons Looking Out and New Horizons I think it's called and it's on until I think about the 26th of August or something but it's only just Opened, it only opened on the 30th of June. So yeah, she always puts on great exhibitions. I know. The gallery is gorgeous. Yeah, it's always nice. It's lovely. No. She's, good at the, she's good at the business of putting on exhibitions. So she's sold quite a lot of your cards. Oh, right, okay. And she sold some of her books. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that's good to know. Yep. Those photographs are gorgeous. I never got back to the, um, remember the university shop said that they would like them? Yeah, I think that's down to me. I was supposed to get prices for printing them because you need to get them printed quite cheaply in order to sell them at their prices. But I've just never managed to get into it. I've had so many, been concentrating okay. on work. But he wanted you to take another photograph of the, um, the, arch- the cloisters in the university and I think you did that, didn't you? Well, any time I've been in... I mean, I've got some different ones for the cloisters, but we wanted ones with the lights. Oh, right, have they gone? And they've gone now. Uh, and I think any time I was there, it either had tables set up for events, or it just wasn't really in a state worthy of taking a photograph. But I have wandered through the university quite a lot recently and because all the students are, getting, are graduating. And it's lovely. You know, it's nice to see them all happy with their proud parents, all dressed up to the nines. I know. I've been busy updating all the um, shops on the site, the Janet and John and Spiritual Gifts and Nancy Smiley, because they're so busy at this time of the year with um, people buying also Stevenson Jewelers and Blair and Sheridan because um, the so many graduation gifts. Yeah, I was in, I don't know what day it was, last week, or I think it was last week, about lunchtime, I sat and uh, 
one of my clients phoned me while I was in there, just in the one of the squares, and then the bells went off, and uh, this is where are you? <laughs> <laughs> when I was talking, she thought I was in London, and that was Big Ben or something. <laughs> so I was telling her I was in. Oh no, it's lovely to see all the graduates. I remember last year I met the Syrian graduate. Right. And it just it was in that wee um, cafe in Vinicum Street with all his family. I just happened to all be right. in. And um, it was something, you know, because of all the trouble in Syria, you know, it was just great to see somebody succeeding and happy. Yeah. He was going to an American university to do his PhD. Right. Yeah, it's good. I mean, uh, that area is a great area. I mean, all the students from all over the world, I, I mean, I like that. I think it's just, I don't know, just cosmopolitan, something quite nice about it. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah. Lively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else have we got? Well, there's, um, well, I've not got that much on. I'm trying not to plan, um, too much for this week because I feel as if I'm needing to get sort out of the website a wee bit and, and do a bit of work. But the there's quite a lot of things coming up soon that people will be interested in. The Pride. Oh yeah. In Glasgow, that's on the fourteenth and fifteenth, in St Kelvin Grove month. Park of this month. Oh, right. St Kelvin Grove Park. Yes, I've been a lot going on in Kevin Grove Park, that huge big festival. Oh my God. Yeah, the that fiesta. My brother was talking about today. Mm-hmm. It's been massive. And then there's the summer nights at the bandstand. Yeah. And then Transmit Festival is on, the, I think that's in, the, is that in Glasgow Green or something? I don't know. But it's like, so there's amazing weather. It makes such a difference, doesn't it? That was stout, that. Um, Fiesta was absolutely, I mean, thousands and thousands of people there. I mean, I know it was on just frankly because I walked through the park and then I wasn't able to walk through the park because I had all the barriers up. I had to go back out. Didn't do Martin Road more at all. Not that I was particularly bothered, but I knew something was on. Mm. The one thing I quite fancy going to um, this week is on is down in the Merchant City, and it's called Jazzology, and it's a kind of mixture of music and spoken word and um, comedy, and it's Maggie Gibson who's hosting it, but Pauline's going to be there as well as well. Pauline Lynch, right. also from our, our ten writers. And I don't know what she's doing, but um, now Pauline's an actress as well. So she's because she says she's brushing up her Texan accent. Right. Well, that must be something she's going to read out of her book then. Yeah, probably. But she, and she's doing it in conjunction with with a musician. Okay. Good. So it sounds like a good a good event. It's in Babbity Bowser's on Thursday. Right. Good. And then good on. Um, you know, the, the, the men came to um, put in a smart meter in our whole cupboard and we have got masses of alcohol in there. In the cupboard? Uh-huh. So um, I said to, because the weather's so nice, 
I said to Val and Linda to come up on um, Friday night and I'll make cocktails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, okay, good. <laughs> I'll be sure to be somewhere else. Yeah, in the room <laughs> recording. <laughs> Probably. So, anyway, um, one thing that I've noticed that's, um, I, I think, really quite interesting is that, I mean, I spend a lot of time updating what's on in Glasgow cinema every week. And no matter if I miss other things, I never, ever miss doing that. So usually mainly what I'm putting up are... Um, like not not like cinema or whatnot, but films that are on the GFT and the CCA in Sucker Hall Street. Um, a lot of those events are still not on there, but they've got different venues because of the fire at the art school. But um, you know, in the south side, they haven't they don't have a cinema, so they have that fabulous um, south side film festival. So that's passed now. But what I've noticed is there are other kind of community cinemas popping up. And in um, Mary Hill, they have a cinema. And it's not like just... This This one isn't just events. It's on regularly. It's called the Seymour. Mm-hmm. And it's in um, Mary Hill um, community halls. And what they're going to have... What they have coming up... Um, is the David Bowie film documentary. Now, the interesting thing is that's not actually released yet, so they're having that before that is released. Oh, so I thought that was amazing. And then um, there's another um, project in Glasgow, and it's called The Burnt Church, The Burnt Church Cinema. Right. And um, they, so they have different events on, and they are having, it's not too August, they're having a... Um, buffet the Vampire Slayer Festival because people were absolutely mad on that and it was on television so they're having two days of what, this what was on television? Buffet the the, vamp- the Vampire oh, right, Slayer right, right. so these are people that liked that programme yeah yeah right, uh-huh. okay. yeah it was so popular right. and um, so it's a festival right, so I okay. thought that was um, sounded like um not that I've ever seen the programme. No, never. But um, I thought it sounded like good fun, and then also in the um, Citizen M, they have um, Best Before Midnight. I think it's called. They have films there now, so it's really interesting that this this has just um, happened quite recently. Right, so it's quite a new thing, quite a new idea. Yeah, uh huh. And almost pop up cinema. It's, it's fabulous because. Um, the less people enjoy, well, especially at local places like North Glasgow and Southside where there, there aren't cinemas, yeah. it's letting them enjoy That's a good it. Idea. And it's also, um, some of the things are so imaginative. Yeah, I mean, that Southside Film Festival is fantastic. I've always really thought it was great. So, the other thing that's, um, this is kind of probably the last thing I want to mention, is that. Nancy Smiley's jewellery studio along at Kelvin Bridge is going to have its 10th birthday. So, oh, I imagine yeah, that. Yeah, it's 10 years. It doesn't seem uh-huh. that long. It doesn't seem... Happened? I mean, it's fabulous. It's a lovely, lovely shop. And Jenna Miller, who is in charge along there, she is 
she has a wee studio in the back, she, and she's a brilliant, fabulous jeweller, so she has her own work there. But anyway, between the 9th and the 15th, they'll be celebrating that whole week, so I think there'll be quite, you know, sort of stuff going on in the shop, maybe some fizzy drinks and whatnot. That's great. So that, that should be nice. Um, and we, I would like to go, you know, David Belcher, who was on one of the podcasts, and I spoke about to him, well, he spoke to me about his play, The Pie Man Cometh. Right. So it's on the Gilded Balloon in the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we could go and see that. Okay, yeah, we'll go and see that. Okay, thanks, Pat. I don't think there's much I can add. Uh, I suppose one thing I maybe mention is that ten writers tantalise the actual music from it, uh, which is in the in the book. It's on a CD in the back of the book. I was thinking about maybe putting out a vinyl record of just the music, but uh, and it was quite a lot of people interested in that idea, but it's looking like it might be far too expensive to do that. So so that's probably something on the kibosh. But I'm still going to put the music out in some way. And once I figure it out, I'll, I'll mention it. Right. So, what do you mean? I know, I know what you mean by the vinyl, but when you say you put the music out in some way. Well, I mean, the mu- you can buy the book and get and get the CD. Uh huh. So, but you that, mean to put the CD? Yeah, I was thinking put the music out right. on its own. Yeah. As a release. Good idea. Uh, under my own name. Uh, because you know, it's not actually out there in general release. Mm-hmm. Although a lot, of, as you know, the people that come to the event, we quite a lot of fans of the music for mm-hmm. Time Writers Telling Lies. Mm-hmm. So I think... Yeah, um, Jackie Henderson, um, who's a, a local artist, she has a lot of her work exhibited at the Thistle Gallery. She's right. a fabulous artist. She was saying to me that um, her father absolutely loves it right okay because she bought the book and the CD right, okay. and then her dad heard it and she's he, he really loves it yeah so that, so it's quite it'd be quite nice to get out so that more people can hear just the music because it's although we've done really well with the book it's still quite a limited uh, audience you know that, that's heard the music mm-hmm. uh, and it's mostly been I suppose mostly been Glasgow based but I'll need to come up with somewhere getting out there it might just be digital, but we'll see. I've also thought about putting out cassettes, but I've not actually investigated that yet. <laughs> but the, the, the album is, I think, sort of the question. It's just going to be too expensive. That's a shame, because it would look brilliant. Yeah, it would. But that's... It would, it would, the minimum cost would be about £1,000. Unless somebody out there knows how to do it any cheaper, but, but that's the minimum. Uh, and that would only get you 100 albums. Uh, and that again would only be a single sleeve, twelve inch. You know, it's not like a gatefold. All the artwork that would be a double the price. So it's beyond my means. But we'll try and get out somehow before moving on to the next project. <laughs> Apart from that, I have emailed quite a few people about trying to get some more interviews. Can't remember the names off the top of my head. Stephen Pastel actually, I emailed him, you know, back to me. And a few kind of community groups rather than individuals, arts type community group in Partick that I emailed. Can't remember the and name. And then your cousin, um, Mary, Jim, 
Marion actually would be good to interview herself. She's the head of props at the Scottish Opera. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's such true. an interesting job. Because yeah, she was suggesting somebody she was, to us, she was. David McVickers, who's come up to Scotland or something, yeah, somebody she's in important in, in the world of opera. Yeah. But, but Marion herself would be so interesting. Yeah, I'll t- I'll t- I mean, it was in my head when she was talking, but then I was thinking uh, she's not really a West Ender. But I suppose the fa- the Royal Theatre is in the West City, so we can extend the definition mm. to... It's just down the road anyway. Yeah, it's uh-huh. just not, it's not far out. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I'll send her a message. Yeah, because remember we went to the opera that Louise Welsh wrote the... Yeah, that's Liberati. right, she was talking about the... Louise Welsh was writing the other one. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and Marion... Um, I remember talking to us, to us briefly about that um, and how she had to source different things. And remembering that one in particular, there was this lamp and how difficult it had been to... Yeah, um, I remember something like that. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting job. It's an interesting job. You're right, actually. She would be a good person to interview. I'll do that. I'll, I'll send her a message on Facebook, mm-hmm. trying to persuade her. The other person I'm going to get in touch with is um, William Miller because he's the urban designer and I've interviewed him before and he's fabulous, he's so interesting and but because so much happened down in Byers Road and uh, Western, know the university getting extended and so he he is the kind of main guy to do with all that regeneration mm-hmm. of Bar's Road. So it's quite a wee while since I spoke to him. So I, th- I think it'd be good. I think people would enjoy hearing a kind of update on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That'd be a good one. Okay, I think we'll leave it at that. Okay. As usual, if anybody's got any questions they want to ask us, please get in touch. If you're enjoying the podcast, please like it in your iTunes and give us some encouragement. Leave a comment. Okay. That's ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Now, as I said right at the start, we really would like to hear from you. I mean, if you're thinking, these podcasts are not to my taste, and the reason they don't work is this, that, and the next thing, fair enough, get in touch and tell us. If you're thinking, yeah, I really enjoy these podcasts, the things I like about it is this and that, then again, get in touch. We want to uh, try and make the best post- podcast about the West End we can, and we can only do that by your, by you, with your help. Okay, catch you later.